0: Talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. And we're back with Messy Christianity podcast. Brent hello, hello, Kevin. Hey. What up, hey, no? I'm finally calling you Kevin and not That's, Tommy. I'm impressed. Well, you know, it's because you have a name tag on. That's helpful. <laughs> yeah, well, I've started wearing it around here. Very, very helpful. It's not true. Uh, you know, today's a, a good one. I actually was ta- I got my hair cut this morning. And Impressive. while I was there, uh, my, my hairdresser was asking me about p- how the podcast was going. And uh, she said, so what? what's your next one? And I go, well, the next one is the one for today. It's called, Why Are Christians So Mean? <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of looked, she kind of cocked her head a little bit. She goes, is that really a question? <laughs> Which was surprising to me. I thought yeah. that she would have uh, heard that before because apparently that's new to her. Huh. But to us, we, we've heard that. For a lot. A lot, yeah. yeah, yeah. So why are Christians, or actually I guess I, I, I should have said it this way, <laughs> why are church people so mean? Because that's a little bit broader. That's, that's a little two different Two different things, things. Yeah, yeah, it could be.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: where do we start on this?
1: Well, I think we should start from a perspective or from the thought of where do we get the idea? Good idea. And is that from books? Is it from music? Is it from television? We definitely see it on television a lot. Mm. That's tends to be a highlight. And I think a lot of times we people in the political world lump all Christians, all church people mm-hmm. into the right wing of a political system. The extreme right wing. The extreme yeah. right mm-hmm. wing. And that's not accurate also. But when you look at what the extreme right wing does, it definitely appears that a lot of it's out of hate or anger or frustration, mm-hmm. and it's not out of what we would consider Christ-like
0: love. I wonder if most people realize that if you are a Christian, in our in our country, if you label yourself as Christian, you have the same label as those who would be uh part of the David Koresh crowd. They would be considered Christian. Westboro. Westboro who mm-hmm. who picket at at uh, military funerals mm-hmm. and and hold up signs that are right. uh, horrible towards those who are mm-hmm. who are gay. I mean, just
1: the bullhorn guy who yeah. stands on the corner yeah. screaming at people.
0: The, the the abortion doctor killer. I mean, so you have all of yeah. these negative uh, projections of Christianity, wh- which in reality that's that's not right. the majority of of Christians. From right. at least at least the 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 difference between what's public on the news and, and who people really are. But let's be honest, Christians church people can really be mean. Like like really, really mean.
2: We're not doing ourselves any favors with social media nowadays. Yeah. Um, you know, I I know this is a pet peeve of yours and is mine as well. We're we are always, you and I I think are going back on people and going, um you shouldn't have posted that, or you know.
0: And, and sometimes re- I, I get it too, which is yeah.
2: which is good. Well, or, or research before you, yeah. but, but especially political stuff. You know, that we and not just the post itself, but you go into the comments. So, uh, breaking story, whatever the story of the day is, you know, you go read the comments and. Inevitably, there'll be a Christian coming there with the cold, and it may even be truth. Just it a may Bible be right. verse. <laughs> just a Bible verse. <laughs> and, and then, then a then condemnation. Ju- and then <laughs> condemnation, yeah. And it's like, and it may even be truth. So yeah. I know truth and love is going to be a part of this conversation here today. But um, but you're like, oh my goodness, you just stirred the hornet's nest. And you are I don't know that you're
1: helping the cause, even though it is truth. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of a survey that came out probably eight years ago now. I used to use it in youth ministry a pretty good bit. It was a Gallup poll, and they contacted people who claimed not to be not yet Christians. They were not Christ followers, and asked them this question. When you hear the word Christian, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Mm-hmm. And the poll actually shocked me because in my upbringing and everything I'd always heard, I assumed number one would be hypocrites, they say one thing, but they do something different. And that was actually number two on the list. The number one thing on the list was they hate homosexuals. Hmm. They're homophobes. And so for a lost and dying world, so to speak, for for those who do not claim Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior in our Christian world, we would call those not yet Christians. For those people who are asked that question to think for the top two things about Christians are they're homophobes and they're hypocrites. Wow. What a remarkable, mm-hmm.
0: eye-opening conversation that is. Reminds me of a song by Wayne Watson long, long time ago, I guess back in the 80s or early 90s, and it's, the song title was, That's Not Jesus. And he basically saying, look, I, you read the morning paper, and, and to our surprise and shame, there's a black eye of embarrassment that's attached to Jesus' mm-hmm. name. And so many times, the way Christians act is nothing like Christ. Right. But that that doesn't mean that we should give that label to every Christian. I actually told my hairdresser this this morning. I said, look, if I have a bad experience at the barbershop, should I should I say barbershops are horrible? Every hairdresser is mean and doesn't know how to cut. And, you know, she laughed about it because mm-hmm. she knows what I was talking about. But that's what 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 tends to happen with the church with with believers. Police going through this. Oh, now. police definitely.
2: The Blue, line, Blue lives matter or what? Blue line or whatever. it's, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's some bad cops out there, and it takes one story. And then there's some
1: bad cops. Yeah, well,
2: and it but it takes one story to break in the news, and and then and then suddenly they're all out to get us, and they're all bad, and you know, and then you you got those that defend them, and you got those that are like everybody's bad, and no, they're all good, and. The truth is somewhere in the middle, you know, and it's the same in the ministry. It's the same in any occupation. There's some bad preachers, pastors out there that get caught up in scandals.
1: Yeah, it happens. Um, I think the biblical mandate, the biblical evidence is that we're all sinners. We've all made mistakes and we all continue to make mistakes as Christ followers. Even though we put Jesus first in our life and we've surrendered to him as our Lord and our Savior, we still struggle with making wise choices every single day. And when I... When I have a situation, I I, rem, I rem remember one recently, a few months back, when I was in Disney World with my family. There was a lady that snapped at me, and I snapped right back at her. I would not yeah. And, chomp, and chomp. <laughs> I was tired. I was frustrated. Sure. It was hot. And doggone it, you had no reason to snap at me. And I snapped right back, yeah. and I didn't take any of it. And typically, I try to follow the quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. In that moment, I didn't. Yeah. And I. Later, when I did calm down, I had to go to my father in heaven and say, I'm sorry for yeah. that. I was a mistake, and I'd, that lady's gone. I don't have a chance to apologize. And so things like that put a label on all Christianity as bad. And that's a mistake, that we, we carry a mantle of, as a Christ follower, we're supposed to be perfect. A Christian should be perfect. And that's not possible. It's, it's a very difficult lifestyle to live constantly in communion with God and living mistake-free. I, I don't know anybody that's ever been able to do that. I've not mm-hmm. been able to do that. I have four kids at the house. I'm going to tell you, there's days when <laughs> I don't make the best choice for being a father, uh, a wife at home. There's days I struggle with being a good husband, and I say things out of anger and frustration that I have to go back and and say I'm sorry for, but there's also those instances where things like Disney World happen or Walmart or wherever it's at, and I don't have the opportunity to apologize, yet I'm wearing the Christian t-shirt or I'm wearing the Jesus fish on the back of my van, and wow, now suddenly, well, that must be a Christian. Look how they're behaving. How horrible are they? And it's an unfair mantle that we have to carry, but Jesus bore Mm. the same type of mantle.
0: For he the
2: not, listener that has the Jesus fish on your car and you're take driving, it like, off. take it off. Don't do it. I yes. am
0: not a favor yeah. and a fan of putting the church name on the vans <laughs> yeah, either. <laughs> that really limits the ability yeah, right. to drive in Atlanta traffic. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Actually, true. I think we ought to put the Methodist church name on our vans. There you go. That, yes. and the Shout out to our Methodist friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you, Sean, baby. You know, it's funny. Uh, you mentioned Disney. Um, I have never, and, and I've been a couple times in the last, 30 years, I don't think I've ever seen happy people leaving Disney. <laughs> I, I've seen exhausted people, and I've seen uh, grouchy people, and I've seen uh, people with just these blank stares on their face, but I don't know that I've ever seen happy oh. people. Now, I've seen, them, I've seen them coming in, yeah. but a whole day at Disney is brutal. Come on so. now. Preach it now. You yeah, know that's 14, true. 14, 18 hours, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I kid, I kid. But... Um, why are Christians mean yeah you know what I think I think definition of mean mm. makes a difference too because it's it's almost like there's this unreal expectation you you touched on this a little bit but there's the unreal expectation the perfect of perfect and and it's almost like you you take away the humanness like you know we're we're gonna get angry and being angry is not sin there is just anger you know a a just kind of anger but there's also a sinful kind of anger and so just because you look angry or or are agitated that doesn't necessarily mean that you've sinned and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're unkind Uh,
2: the situation can merit the response i think Uh, there is nothing wrong with righteous anger when when this you know the time calls for it um holocaust i mean there's you know there's times where righteous anger is the absolute right thing to do and we need a world of people that will stand up for truth i mean we need that but the situation merits the response um what sometimes happens though where christians may get this label is it's, it's, I don't, just for lack of a better terms, it's a level three or it's a level four, and they go to a level 10. And so, you know, as a Christian, we go, okay, I can't give the middle finger because that's not Christ like. Yeah. But what I'll do is I'll post this post <laughs> on social media that's worse than the middle finger
0: could ever be. But we won't name names. We'll just be vague, vague. enough yeah. to where yeah. the aggressive. person knows that, yeah, passive yeah. aggressive all the way. And it's
2: like, you know, what it, that's not helping. Um, the situation so we can be righteously angry but there's a way to be truth and love there's a way to be truthful but do it with a cloak of compassion on us as well and it's i think that's where we got to find our growth as christians um and you know what christians are mean big topic big world i can't control westboro baptist i right. can't control right. the, the the picketers out front Whatever. i can control me and my world and i have learned this um I met, do I do a lot of weddings. And I've met a lot of people. I have found out, and I've moved a lot, too, growing up. I have found out there are good people all across this country. There are good people that aren't leaning extreme left or extreme right. There's this big, huge area of people in this country that just, they go to work every day. And they just, they're living life, you know. We can get along. It, But... I mean I'm talking a lot now But we, we live in a culture now Where it's almost like We divide, put this dividing line For everything You're either for the cops Or you're against Very them Very binary you're, you're Democrat Or you're Republican yeah. If you're if you're leaning On either side of this line Then you're a bad Evil stupid person You know Christians We won't give the middle finger But we'll call somebody an idiot Yeah You know that is mean, that's
0: mean, you know unless they're really an idiot, then it's okay. <laughs> See and there you go. <laughs> we can justify anything can't we right you know i I think that par- a lot of meanness that that's genuine meanness comes from um come from comes from self righteousness, and a lot of that is directed towards other people in the faith there's a lot of 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 Biblical convictions or I guess I'd rather say self righteous convictions about what should and ought to be. And if you don't fit my idea of that, then I'm gonna I'm gonna say something or do something or I'm gonna treat you in a way that, that hopefully will let you know that you're not quite up to par with with my righteousness. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure we'd ever say that out loud. And I'm sure we probably would deny that more times than own it. But a lot of self righteousness happens within the church and it's it's not necessarily coming from an intentional place a lot of it quite frankly has been taught from the pulpits mm-hmm. because we have for oh here oh here i'm a soapbox here yeah. because we have taught morality rather than the character right. of jesus we've taught people how to live we've not taught people how to love and i would say that in a general way obviously there's ex, there's exceptions but for our own ministry, my own ministry, when I started teaching people about the character of Jesus and the nature of God, I didn't have to teach them how to live nearly as much. Inside because out. if you know the heart, then yeah. you're going you're gonna to reflect that. The Bible says the a good man brings good things out of the good stored in his heart. Mm-hmm. So his actions are reflections of the heart. Right.
1: Absolutely. Part of it, I think, also is that Christians are labeled mean based on on their convictions, and the way that they stand up for their convictions. Mm-hmm. And again, just because you're right does not give you the the authority to dictate in a way or come across in a way that's hurtful to other people. And you can look at all of the different large major political issues, whether it's abortion, homosexuality, immigrants within the, the country, and you could name 30 more right now, Smoking, drinking. On and on and on. And it's just because I believe that or I follow a a certain teaching on that does not give me the right to condemn and to point fingers and to be mean and hateful to people. Even though I may disagree with you, the way that I I carry myself is huge. One of the things that I I love to teach is the idea of, or, or asking the question, how can we expect a lost and dying world to act like anything other than a lost and dying world? And what you were saying earlier, Jeff, about the morality that we're teaching from from our platforms, from our soapboxes, from from our stages, it. We are expecting, as Christ followers, we're expecting our country, we're expecting our world, we're expecting our neighbors to act like and hang the same moral, ethical, biblical values that we have, and that's not fair. I'm not saying it's not right. We want a loving, Christ-following world. We want people to make wise choices. We want people not to murder and not to hate and not to kill and not to do all these bad, mean things they're not the problem the The people that don't know jesus are not the problem the bible even says that our battle is not against flesh and blood yet who do we battle is yeah, flesh and people. blood i am mad at this person that person yeah. for what they said did might do and as christ followers we we need to slow down and remember the truth of scripture And let it resonate within us that the battle is not against the person who's disagreeing with me. The battle is against the principalities, the powers, the dominions, and the heavenlies that our five senses cannot even sense, pick up. And yet that's where the battle is. The whole Ephesians talks about the pulling on the full armor of God for the battle that's coming. And the battle is not against flesh and blood. And then at the end of this battle, what are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be standing and not falling down, standing firm for our faith, but doing it in a way that gives honor and glory to God. Just because I'm right doesn't give me, just because I'm right from a biblical perspective does not give me the the, the right, The the license to stand on a street corner, and scream hateful truth to somebody else. And yeah. that creates mm-hmm. a bubble where people look at say, that's what Christians stand for. They stand for, for screaming at people and telling them they're dying and go to hell. Well, yes, if you don't know Jesus, according to the Scripture, you're not going to go to heaven. But would Jesus ever do it that way? Perhaps that should be the question. Mm-hmm. How do we reflect Jesus in the way that we compare ourselves, talk to, communicate with other people.
2: It's grassroots. I mean, why are Christians mean? So it's not true. I mean, all Christians are not mean. It's just not true. But perception is reality. If that's what the world thinks, that's what the world thinks. So we, grassroots level, I can't control all that other, but I can control my daily interactions with somebody else and and show them the love of Christ.
1: Discipling. Yes. The people that I'm impacting. Yeah, teach them how to do because it. Because if we say, well, it's just I can only do what I can do for myself or about it's myself, true. that is that is partial. But as a father, yes. I do have control on what right. I'm teaching to my children, the way I'm demonstrating right. it to my spouse, to those who I'm in biblical community with, the ones I'm living life with. It is a discipleship model. Mm-hmm. Jesus' model was, was pretty clear. Watch how I do it. Let's go do it together. Now, Now go do what I and we did together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of it. If we live a lifestyle of loving people in the name of Jesus and demonstrating that to those that are around us, then the grassroots is truly what it should be.
2: And for clarity, we're not saying compromise the truth here. Absolutely we're, not. We are saying... Never compromise never the truth. Compromise. That's not at all what this is, because yeah. there that would be an extreme that it could be heard, and that's not what we're saying at all. Um, you know, there, there is that place of just, Everything's allowed, and everything's okay, and no judgment here. Um, that's not what we're saying.
0: Well, um, that's probably the most misquoted verse in the Bible. Judge not. Judge not, lest you be judged. It's been thrown at me a few times in my Absolutely, yeah. and, and I think that—let's well, just take it out of the spiritual perspective and move it into a family. Yeah. So if my child says, hey, Dad, I want to go on a date. Let's say she's 13. I want to go on a date with my friend. He's 18 years old, <laughs> but he's a good guy. Can I do that? No, sweetheart, you can't do that. Several reasons. One, you're not dating till you're sixteen. Yeah. Two, it's against the law. <laughs> yeah. All these things. Whatever. Yeah. She now my daughters haven't done this. This is totally hypothetical, but she could say, You're That's... so mean. <laughs> you're so mean. You're, so, judging me. you're, ju- yeah, you're judging me. You're yeah, you're judging me. You're judging him and yeah. you're and yeah. and the reality is I'm not mean at all. I'm right. incredibly loving by right. setting these boundaries right. for her own safety. Right. And I think if we move that into the spiritual world or into the world of the church, the message that we have as the people of God is a message that is full of love Mm -hmm. and grace and full of truth. And ultimately, because the Bible says so, there is judgment for those who reject Mm -hmm. the truth of the Mm -hmm. gospel. There's no way to say that to people who don't want to hear it and not sound mean or not sound judging. So where where the responsibility is for us is how do we speak truth as kind as mm-hmm. po- as kindly as possible, but without compromising the nature of the truth? Because a lot of it has to do with the listener, as much as it does have to do with the presenter or the speaker.
1: I agree. I think people will disagree with me on this. Maybe even in this room, some of you you two may agree. This will be fun. May though. disagree. Yes. <laughs> don't be mean. I don't be mean there is a there is a line between debating and conversation and many times when we get into debate there is not going to be a winner somebody's going to lose yeah. and when christianity the very conversation that you were talking about a moment ago jeff in christianity when we get into debates very few times do we see a really honoring and glorifying evidence of of god in that yet if we're willing to have conversation if we're willing to sit down at the table and talk calmly to each other many times, even though people on the other side of the table may disagree with me, it's still coming across in love and respect and honor. And I can still speak the truth. I can speak the truth in love. And whether or not they receive it's on them. It's not because of the way that I presented it that it comes across. And because I I can scream at people and truth is rejected immediately because of the tone of my voice. Yet if the tone of my voice is in in love and conversational – Many times people will sit, may not receive it, but they'll at least be willing to listen. Totally agree with you.
2: I do too. Yeah. Dang
1: it! I, I know. <laughs> I was looking for a fight, man. Well, Jeff, you yeah. do like to debate. That's why yeah. I wasn't sure how you would. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. That.
0: I do love to debate, and and but you got to understand too, as an ENTP personality. Okay,
1: most of our listeners do not know what that
0: means. ENTP, uh, extrovert, intuitive, intuitive. thinker. Uh, Thinking perceptive, yeah. so the very nature of who I am, I like to probe and I like to pick apart scabs because I ultimately I want to get to the truth of things. But honestly, I love just I love the. To me, it's mental well, exercise. It's it's an enjoyable thing, and I'll play the devil's advocate just just because it's fun. I, I'm not trying to tick people off, but it just to me that's an exercise yeah. of 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 that's worth doing. But I agree with you though that. You can cross a line between debate and – or you can cross a line between conversation and debate. A debate is me trying to convince you of a point to where I'm going to win, you're going to lose. That's what you said, and Mm -hmm. I agree with that. A conversation is I do want you to believe with with my my belief, but I'm also going to listen to you, and instead of trying to counteract your points as the point – or as the purpose I'm going to I'm going to respond to your points hoping mm-hmm. that I will help you to understand my perspective better. So understanding Absolutely. is more the goal of conversation. Absolutely. Yep. yep.
2: A light just came on in this building. So yes, I think God is agreeing with us here. I, I was, think so. But you was...
0: notice the lights above me. So <laughs> <laughs> That's because you chose to sit under the light. <laughs> hey, I want to be in the light. You... As we are in the light. Gotcha. <laughs> oh man! So, how do we?
2: Let's do everything we can to push back on this big, huge stereotype of Christians being mean. I mean, when I say let's, I mean listeners. Let's do every. Let's let's flood the world with kindness and kindness, compassion. Yeah. Let's do what we can do. One practical thing: um, these stupid. Articles that pop up on Uh, social media. So even our local. He's talking about Facebook. Facebook, yeah. I was going to ask what is social media. Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a pet peeve of mine now because you'll have a news story from, we live in Florida, from some random little town in Nebraska, and it'll be on our local channel's feed. And I follow a lot of local channels, so I'll notice the exact same story is in Atlanta, and it's in Pensacola, and it's in Mobile, and it's in all these different places. Same story, but what it is, it's a very random but intentionally divisive story. So it's put there on purpose because it's divisive, and they know it's going to get clicks, and it's going to make them money, and it's going to make them revenue, and then the comments will just go off the wall on that. And many times, this divisive story, hot social topic of the day, will be Christians coming in and just blasting this local channel or blasting. It's done on purpose, and this is further furthering the divide divisiveness has been satan's greatest tool from day one you know did god really say to you yeah. that you would be like me if you ate of this apple it's it's he doesn't have to stay in the fight he just needs to
0: start the fight and then move out of the room
2: and so we live in a country that is completely divided in so many ways right now and as christians we we can either choose to be in our bubble and say this is it it's us against them yeah that's the mentality that a lot of Christendom is having now. It's not us against them. It's us trying to reach them. That's the difference. And so, um, wow,
0: that's such a good. Point. It just came, but I mean, it's uh, really us against him. Yeah, we're Satan. against yeah. one.
2: Yeah, the enemy. And if we're yeah. buying this divisiveness, we're we're buying into this. We, we and we're just going to say we're going to live in this divided world, and we're going to be in our bubble, and we're going to succeed from the union, and it's going to be us against them. We're never going. We're losing. You know, you know and, our, and Satan is winning.
0: A prime example: our local TV station um, had a story just in the last couple of weeks, and the headline on their Facebook page was this: uh, "Chick Fil A gives yeah. millions to anti-LGBTQ uh, causes." Yeah. And so then you you read the article. And it wasn't that at all. And there were three co- there were three quote unquote causes that that money was apparently given to. One of them was Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Another one was a a children's home that took in orphan and widowed child or not widowed but orphaned and um, abused children, and the third one was um, something around like a kids camp or something like that. And you're sitting here going, "Wow, really? The the, the lead, you led with that, and you know what? yet these organizations anti." That's crazy. I
2: read some of the comments.
0: Oh, on, that was that. even worse.
2: Well, it was worse, but here's here was something interesting. A lot of the comments were Christians going, this is ridiculous, blah, 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 you know. But then, this was interesting. Some of the other comments were, I'm a gay guy. I love their chicken. I'm still going to eat there. <laughs> yeah, that was, great. There was I mean, there was others yeah. going, you know what? Why do, They're chicken people. I, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not a Christian, but does this surprise anybody? They're a Christian organization. Yeah. So there were people on the quote-unquote left, liberal thinkers, that were going, so what? You know what I mean? Which is good. They're not buying into the divisiveness. We need to learn that lesson from that side. Don't buy
0: into this divisive junk. It's just making you get stirred up so they can make a buck. (laughs) That's
2: so stupid.
0: So what do you think on those comment threads of when somebody just responds by quoting a Bible verse? (sighs) I'm not for it i be honest, I love the scripture, and I think the Bible is God's word in every possible well, way. Well, it's the conversation. But on that, in that context, is quoting a Bible verse really the best thing? Especially when the Bible verse is either out of context or something that's condemning. In particular,
2: the homosexual issue, you know, it's an abomination to God. Like, okay. How does that help? Have a conversation, but yeah. don't. that's the middle
0: finger, in my yeah, opinion. you're right. That's all it is. Truth. Yeah, within that context, absolutely. But, wow. I just took a turn. <laughs> well, I was just thinking that. Isn't it uh, almost time for us uh, to... <laughs> oh, man. So, good conversation. Do you have anything, any any closing thoughts? I'd like to say this. It is easier for for Christians to be harsh on other Christians... Because mm-hmm. of their own perception of what is perceived, <laughs> you know what i'm saying we we can if we're not careful, Christians can be very very condescending and and very ungraceful to the body of Christ because of usually an experience we've had, and we project that onto the rest of the body mm-hmm. and that's unfair. We have got to be we've got to recognize that the church is made of human beings yeah. who are fallible, yes. who are broken and who are all finding wholeness in the gospel, in Jesus Christ. A family has
2: the same issues, but family, we still choose yep. to be family. We, we cannot fall for this divisiveness thing. Yep. Can't. I choose to love you, even if you disagree with me. I love you most too, of the time. Kevin. Most
1: of the time. Good. Doggone People it. People. <laughs> Have
2: we done that before? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah.
1: Brent, you get the final word. Final word. Peace be still. Oh, come on. <laughs> Do something more than that. That's just, like a... No, no I, was, just I was about to explain. It's, it is truly peace be still. Take yeah. your time. Ask for the guidance of the Holy Spirit in the conversations that you're having. If you're a Christ follower, you have the Holy Spirit of God that dwells within you. He's a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. So you've got access to the Holy Spirit of God. Use the Holy Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Take time. Don't react, respond, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry, and grasp and realize and remind yourself every day and every moment of every day that the battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against the evil one. And that's where we do our battle, and the majority of that battle is done through prayer. Hmm. So close our our mouths, and and Hmm. when it comes to other people, Open our mouths when it comes to conversation with God. And then let your let your actions follow the biblical examples of Jesus.
0: It's really strong. I hope what people hear in our podcast is a group of guys who have not figured it all out, but we're literally walking day by day asking God to give wisdom and clarity and understanding. and And I hope that grace is heard. Yeah. And I also hope that people hear that we have very strong convictions, but they're not so strong that they supersede the the requirement and the desire to love people uh, Mm -hmm. the way Jesus would love them.
1: And when we mess up, own it. Own it. That's right. Own it. it.
0: I'm so glad I only mess up once or twice a year because that would really be tough.
1: We can... Have another podcast with his wife and see how she responds. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's not say we did. Uh. And with that, we are out for the day. Later, Catch guys. on the flip side. Thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. Want to know more? Check us out at www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.